Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I do declare here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Dreamers. Upon arriving at Los Marineros, the gal see a sad centaur boy whose parents were lost on the island. After initially running away, they decide to bring him back and go meet with Kristoff. Kristoff lays out the details of the case and explains that he will be off to the courthouse to file the lawsuit officially now that Michelle is apprehended, leaving the gals the responsibility of gathering the key witnesses for the trial to bring Michelle Crichton to justice. Everyone having their roles assigned, they split up to go accomplish their tasks. I do declare, your honor is back in session. Does anybody happen to know where I'd uh, find Carla or Martin? Um, we've all been staying over at uh, Los Hoteleros, but uh, there's a good chance you might find him at the beer garden if I had to make a guess. <laughs> well, that is a great place to start. And I mean, it's not that big a town. We'll find our way, I'm sure. Won't we, Barbara? Oh, yeah, yeah. And Bob this whole time has kind of just been like, Looking into her tea glass and not really, like, after the moment that we had and after the whole... She didn't really get the chance to put a hand in the huddle for the justice thing. She's kind of just been really staring into her tea, contemplating something. But when you call her name, she looks at you, she's like, yes, oh, yeah, yeah, no, we, 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 we've uh, found our way around once. We can, we can do it again. <laughs> Very well. I'm going to go ahead and ride out to the court and you guys can, uh and start talking to the witnesses. When I meet back up with you, we'll see where we're at. Okay. Excellent. Good luck, and uh, may justice prevail. May justice prevail. Yes. Uh, good luck. And Christoph stands up. It sounds like when you fell a tree. Like, kind of like... And then you see he sprouts, like, vines from his legs. It's almost like he's not walking. It's like the vines are, like, growing and attaching in front of him, and the vines behind him are, like, detaching and growing forward and just kind of, like, moving forward like fucking, like, venom. This is the cool... I want to play a lesson one day. That's really cool. And uh, Jessica's finishing up in her little notebook, and she just jots down... Okay, um, avoid fireballs near Kristoff. <laughs> Guess that's our cue, Barbara, eh? Yeah, uh, where do you want to start? You want to try and find Carla or the Hammers? I mean, it's still pretty early, so... I mean, they might all just be at the beer garden. Who knows? We can just start there and then work our way to the hotel. Okay, yeah, let's, let's, uh, okay. Let's head over to the beer garden then. Sweet! You walk outside and sure enough, the raptors are, like, laying on the ground. Just yeah. kind of chilling, just like. Okay, you know what I'm gonna do for them? Just because we're just we're just walking around town. We don't need to necessarily mount up every time. Uh, let me see here. And Jessica opens up her spell book and she flips through. Ah, yes. Okay. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. 
Okay, yeah, wow. I guess while Jess is doing that, Bob is just going to be collecting things and... Oh, uh, Mr. Katowski, do you mind if, um... And Bob, like, gestures over to James, still sitting drinking his chalky milk. Don't even worry about it. He's always welcome here. Okay, thank you so much. We really appreciate that. Um, we'll, we'll be back soon. We'll keep you uh, updated, all right? Of course. Thank you again. And Bob is going to no, head No, no, no. And he, he takes your hand. Oh. Thank you. Uh, of, really. Of course. <laughs> and with that, Bob is going to exit and find Jess with her nose in her spell book. And Jessica peers over the spell book, snaps it closed, and puts it away and goes, I thought so. My ritual cast at Tiny Hut can create a nice, dry, and comfortable environment for our raptors to stay in, regardless of the weather outside. So Jessica sits down, crosses her legs, palms facing the sky, and just kind of begins to chant. There you go. I think that should be it. And a little circus tent starts apparating around Jessica. That's perfect. And inside the circus tent, there's just this steam coming off, like where the snow was, and it looks like a little sauna. And the raptors immediately just run inside of it. (laughs) Well, you all just stay put here, okay? Can I get a little head nod? Ah. Well, aren't you just precious? And Jessica goes over and pets all of them and gives them a nice pet. Yeah, they they like it. Yeah, oh, they. Well, thank goodness. They like. They should. <laughs> They've got their orders to stay here, so let's head on down to that beer garden, y'all. All right, let's go. And Q leads the way to the beer garden. Following Q. Awesome. Thank you. Q leads you down through the town, and you see everything that you saw last time. You pass Los Oteleros. You pass that statue in, like, the middle meridian. You see the benches. You see the tourist hut with the warforged. And then finally, you make it over to the beer garden. It is early morning, so, like, there's no music playing at this time. It's just kind of... I don't know if you guys have ever entered a bar, like, really early. And it's just that, like really awkward like when the lights come back on in a theater energy mm-hmm. so it's that and you see Drat Barenslav is behind the bar again sure enough Werner Wiener is there at the bar still and then you see all four of the hammers at a table you see Teresa you see Justin you see Patricia and you see Martin is sat up at the table and he seems to be working on something, like he's building something. It looks like like he's building IKEA furniture. <laughs> Off at a different table, you see an Aracocra guard in the Crichton Industries uniform and a Yuan T guard in a uniform. And they're both sitting at a table together, just kind of chatting. Well, now, if the two of you, uh, Q and Barbara, want to go over there and make some, uh, make the, uh, Goodness me, I'm getting all tongue-tied. Jeez Louise. Anywho, if you want to get started over there with the hammers, I'm just going to chit-chat with those two over there just for a brief moment. See if I can get some wheels greased. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, totally. Um, Sure. Yeah, good luck with that one, okay? Oh, thanks. Okay, and Jessica, you begin walking your way over to the table with the two guards. And as you do, Drat Badenslav seems to take notice of you, and he goes, oh, 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 oh. Shoot your shot, pretty lady! <laughs> oh my goodness, stop it, Drat, you rascal! Ah, you see me for what I am. <laughs> oh yes, you are a rascal. As she heads over to the table, she starts going into her purse and she grabs out her mirror. She comes over to the table with the two guards. She sits down and goes, oh, hi there. How are you both? Hi. Um, you know, you don't know me, but I know you. Yeah, your we boss. sure don't. Oh, golly, geez. Uh, I just wanted to come by because I had a message from Michelle for you both. Oh. Um, Wait, what? Yeah. Shit, are it's, we it's, fired? Is it happening? Oh. Golly gee, heck no. Come on now. You've been very loyal 
to, to the company and all that. And she just had a, a quick message. Uh, here, let me hold on. I, my mirror can uh, play the message for you. And Jessica like waves her hand over it as if she's trying to like start the message to play. Mm-hmm. And then she takes the opportunity to cast Minor Illusion to create a voicemail-esque recreation of Michelle Crichton. Hi, this is Michelle Clayton here. I am speaking to you through this lovely little voicemail that I have left for you um, with this woman who is taking me to the courthouse, Jessica Felcher. Um, it is I, Michelle, and I am here to tell you that we are beginning a Operation Save the Day, and we will be going back to the island and rescuing anyone that we can to bring back to the mainland. My operations and studies have concluded there, and we will be mounting something at the courthouse now. So please bring back anybody that you can, yeah? Okay, you say this, and you see the Yuan he goes, Oh my god, thank god, we're bar- we're not out of a job! And then the Aarakocra, the, the eagle guard, <laughs> narrows her eyes at you and goes, Do you think we're stupid? Well, uh, he's stupid, but do you think I'm stupid? No, gosh, what are you playing at? why would you say that? What do you mean? Yeah, okay. What am I playing? You, are, you think you're the only one that knows how to cast spells? Minor illusion, really? Listen, okay, I thought... I... I wanted to come up and just have a little chat and conversation, but you didn't seem particularly friendly with your greeting. I said hi. Yeah, he's a little pissed off. Of course he is. We don't know what, what's happening with us. One of us got killed. And now we're waiting to see if we have jobs at all, so... Yeah, sorry if we're not in the best of moods when the rest of the town is fucking bullying us for just doing the job that we got hired to do. <sighs> well... Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. You are absolutely right. I'm really sorry about that, guys. Uh, that, that, it was a shitty thing for me to do, and, uh, you know... I guess... The opportunity to do the right thing and try to help the people of the town could perhaps help your your status with those in town, but Michelle is in fact off the island now. She's over at the courthouse. She's uh she's been arrested. We're aware. Yeah. But uh I mean, at some point in time, somebody is gonna have to take over Crichton Industries and it seems to me that if you were to get in the good graces of the town when a court case is being mounted against the current owner of Crichton Industries, then perhaps that the town might want to keep Crichton Industries around under new management. And I'm just saying that I'm sure they'd be very grateful to the people that, uh, that helped save their loved ones if there were any survivors on the island. That's all I'm gonna say, you know? This is a hard sell to people who are just, like, hired muscle for the industry. So, roll a persuasion check, but you're- I'm gonna say, do it with disadvantage. Okay, well, the first roll is a natural 20. Let's see what number two is. A 13. Not awful. Okay. They both- I hate it when he says it like that! (laughs) They both just kind of dart their eyes at each other, like they squint at each other. You know, just some food for thought. And the Aarakocra goes, What exactly do you want us to do? Listen, I I know it wouldn't be necessarily be easy, but you guys know the island. You're part of the industry. If you went there, tried to find as many survivors as you could and came back, I'm sure this town would be very grateful to you guys. Well... Beats sitting around waiting to get fired. Sure does. I've been there, done that. Uh, eh, why not? So, uh, what, just save people and hope something good happens? I mean, what do you got to lose, honestly? Hmm. You still got those keys, Walden? Sure do. Fuck it. And they both get up and just walk out. Not another word was needed. Have fun storming the castle! (laughs) Meanwhile, Barb and Q approach the hammers, and Martin looks up at you and goes, Barb, Q, 
Hey. Good morning, Hammer family. Hi. How we doing today? Uh, well, better than yesterday, at least. <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet. I bet. You're looking good, Martin. You're looking good. Yeah, and you see he's screwing pieces of wood together and all of that. And Q goes, it's, it's good to see you again. Teresa goes, yes, you too. Um, I know I said it yesterday, but really, we... We can't thank you enough. Thanks for bringing my dad back. Justin gives you a hug, Barbara. Oh, of, of course. No, it, it's the... Of course. Are you kidding? <laughs> no. Martin, like, grabs him by the shoulder and sits him down and goes, Leave her alone. What? You didn't think your old man could make it off the island in one piece? <laughs> a broken piece, but a piece? Hey, a, a piece nonetheless. That's one tough cookie you got here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I still got my brain. Yeah, I can see. Uh, what, what are you working on, Martin? If you don't mind me asking, of course. Well, uh, you know, Hammer Industries, we've, we've always been known for our fine craftsmanship. And he kind of like points around at everyone. You see Teresa's large war hammer. He points to Justin, who has like the Mjolnir like hammer on his belt. He points to Patricia, who has like that scythe looking mm-hmm. thing. And Martin says, uh, I thought my fighting days were over, hell. I thought my breathing days were over, but I figured I could probably put something together that, uh, that would help me out. And he places some of the wood on the ground, and you see it looks like a, like a seat of sorts. And then he gestures at the table, and he goes, I am, uh, had some inspiration hit me last night, and I figured, you know, we use wheels for wagons we have armored wagons why not make some sort of a wheeled chair oh a combat wheelchair if you will so yeah uh i'm really excited i have a lot of ideas but we're uh we're working on it right now yeah we'll see how it shakes out that's brilliant no that's awesome i'm really happy to see that you you're already back and and, then getting yourself to work that's fantastic martin yeah Anyway, so, uh, what, what can I do for you all? Well, um, uh, do you mind if I sit? Oh, please, please. Uh, <laughs> sorry for not standing when you Oh approach. my god, no, please, are you kidding me? Even, even, no, don't worry about that, that's, that's, you're good. <laughs> and Bob takes a seat next to Martin. So, um, Hammer family, um, as you may or may, you know, may or may not know, I, I do believe I mentioned this to Martin once we got back the other day, but, um, I did mention there being the potential of uh, of us reaching out to you all or those affected by um, Crying Industries and um, reaching out to see if you would like to potentially assist in a, a case against Michelle Cryan. Uh, I don't know about that, sweetie. Do you, do you think that you're ready to go through all of that if this goes poorly it's a honey please these people saved my life well well martin you know i mean i do have to agree with um teresa though for a second you know like you don't have to make a decision right now but the sooner of course the better but no rush but i i i think it's only fair that you take the time to consider it you know and and i can see Teresa, I can completely understand where you're coming from if you want to take a second. But Martin, you obviously were directly affected, so we do feel like your case would be very strong. Um, we are, just to be transparent, we're working on a case to have the people versus Michelle Crichton. So we're, we're working on that. So you wouldn't be alone. We're also going to look for others that we also, uh, you know, got off the island. If you remember Kit, yes. he should be coming back today. We'd be asking him. But just know you have a choice here. Okay, you you do not have to agree if you are not comfortable with it. It's a very quick turnaround, you know. I, I know it it just happened, and I know you just got back to your family. So if you were to say no, it it is okay. It is okay, but... Roll a persuasion check with advantage. Oh, those are really good. Okay. They've got a... Ah, uh, so the advantage was a 21. Ooh, okay. Right? Martin looks to Teresa and then looks to Justin, looks to Patricia. Patricia goes, Dad. And Martin goes, listen, 
If it weren't for these people, I may not be here right now. And what's more, might be a really good opportunity to debut Hammer Industries' latest invention. <laughs> Could get some good uh, publicity around it. That's one way to look at it. Yeah, yeah. And he looks at you, Barb, and he says, Absolutely. Count me in. Whatever you need. Okay. And at this point, Jessica rejoins the table. Well, 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 if it ain't the Hammer family. Oh, well, looks like the whole party is here, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the party don't start till I walk in. <laughs> ain't that the truth? <laughs> That's right! Hey, hey, hey! He gets it! Oh, yeah. Just don't shoot in here! Oh, I, I, uh, I already shot my shot. You know me, sir. Wait, you shot? No, it's just an expression, sir. I'm just kidding oh. with you. <laughs> okay. Are you going to buy more? I have lots of beer here. It is early morning. I like to make money in the morning. Okay. Uh, anyway, reeling that back in. Uh, Jess, I was You're just... just ignoring me? I'm all... <laughs> You're in my you're in my beer garden. No, we recognize. Yeah, and it's and it's actually winter time. Do you have any mulled wine? Hey, I can make. Why don't you do that? That's a little aggressive. No, I didn't. Oh, <laughs> oh my okay. God. Is he just gonna make the wine or not? Fine. Ooh, or a mulled cider would be good too. No, he nice he, he pulls warm. out a little cauldron and he starts pouring in some wine and he goes, "Jeez, okay." Sorry, sorry, sir. We're just having. It's been a long morning. There's a you lot... know, I bought this wine just for you. I told you last time, it's beer garden, not the wine garden. But look, I bought bottle just for you. That's very sweet. And Jessica runs over to him pecks him on the cheek and goes, it is well appreciated. And then she runs back over to the hammers. He just chuckles as he starts throwing uh, cinnamon and other spices into the cauldron. <laughs> anyway, Jess, uh, I was just explaining to the hammers here basically what we're working on, the case of the people versus Michelle. And Martin has so graciously agreed to, uh, to take the stand. Oh, Martin, I absolutely knew we could count on you, bud. Thank you. Anytime. So, uh, is there anything in particular I need to prepare, or when is this happening? Um, well, the case is getting filed as we speak, or is working to be. We are working with Mr. Goldthwait, if you happen to know who that is. We have a lot of familiarity with him, yes. Okay. He's a good guy. He's a little bit of a pussy, but, you know. Who's saying this? This is Justin. The son. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Just making sure, because that's hilarious. Okay. Okay. Well, um, you know, it, it, I, I can assure you, I think this time around, he's being less uh, feline-like. So, I think he's doing his best right now, um, especially with Rachel back and everything. I think he's he's gotten a second wind, and he's ready to fight. So, and, he, and he will fight for your dad, too. You so. notice that the moment you reacted to Justin's comment, his sister Patricia immediately smacks him upside the head. Just like, uh, ow. Nice. Fair enough. But basically, I would say just come in ready to be yourself and um, maybe take some time to maybe emotionally prepare to, to tell your story. I don't know. Um, that, that, could be, that could be difficult, though. So. Well, sounds good. Um, I know it's early, but would you like to join us for some drinks? Oh, well, the mulled wine is getting prepared. Why not? Yeah, you know what? Why not? Might as well. Yeah, you guys wait. Uh, let's say it takes 10 minutes while uh, Drat gets the mulled wine ready. All right. And then he goes, okay, I never make this before, but I think it's going to be very good. Ah, <laughs> uh, Bob is going to try some. You drink it and it is very, very tasty. Really? Oh. Oh my gosh, Drat, you did absolutely fantastic, buddy. I am mixologist, what can I say? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Bobby's gonna like look at him and be like, I'm sorry about before. You're right. You you you're very good at your job and I didn't mean to be rude earlier. Truly. It's okay, it's okay. It's like water off Dred's bed. <laughs> I'm feeling a lot better with the wine, see? Thank you. Listen, for the rescuers of some of my most devoted customers. I give you special 50% off hero discount. Wow. Ah, jeez. Wow, thanks. That's so, that's so kind. Thanks. How about this? Uh, two gold, I give you whole cauldron. Good lord. Wow. 
That's quite the deal. I mean, it's a it's a little cauldron. It's, it's more like a pot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know. And uh, Jessica reaches into her purse and fishes out two gold to give to the gentleman. Maybe I make this wine bar. Who knows? I do beer garden. I do wine bar. Wine bar in Slav. There you go. Wine bar in Slav is brilliant business idea. Oh, my goodness. That's a great idea. That sounds like a franchise in the making, yeah. buddy. Yes. Oh, I like. You give me idea. <laughs> as God. long as we get 10%. <laughs> His smile immediately disappears. She's joking. It's a... Sorry, I, it was I a was, joke. It was. It was just, yeah. uh, you no, know, yeah, yeah. just a ma- just a funny. No, you, it's all you. You you <laughs> got it. It's all. It's good joke. And he walks back behind the bar. Ooh, golly. good lord. Okay, well, <laughs> with that, um, Hammers, we're actually going to be making our way over to go talk to um, Carla. We wanted to, you know, gauge her uh, her position, if she would also like to be part of the case. Um, do you actually, by any chance, happen to know where she might be this morning? Uh, last I saw her, I think she was... Uh, we're all staying over at the hotel, Los Hoteleros. Right, okay. Um, I think she is... Uh, she and her husband are big fans of the pool. <laughs> I had a feeling they might be. Awesome. Well, hey, great catching up with you, and... Um, Martin, we'll be we'll be in touch real soon, okay? I'll be looking forward to it. Okay, fantastic. You all have a great day. Keep the wine, all right? Keep it. That's just enjoy. Thank you. Of course. And with that, Bob's gonna start making a way up and out, I guess. Okay. Ta ta for now. And Jessica follows. Q stands up from the bench and goes to follow you and stumbles and falls into the snow. Ooh. Oh, Q. Ooh, my sorry, goodness. I. Uh, ooh, that mold wine was. Oh, do you need to... Something well, Q, it's okay. Q, if you need to sit and stay a bit, have a couple no, of glasses no, no, of water no, with uh, the Martins, I'll we be can fine. go I'll on be ahead. Fine. I'll sweat it out. Don't you worry. I'm coming. Okay. It is rather cold, though. Q. So we'll see um, how that would go. <laughs> Q, I think it might be best if you just sat for a little while with the Martins I'm and have some fired. water. Listen, I started this with you. We're going to see it through. I just got a little carried away. I had too many tankers, Okay. Okay. Oh, come on now. Cute. You need to be taking care of yourself. We don't want you to be incapacitated, okay? We're taking care of each other. If I stay, I'm going to keep drinking. Here we go. I got an idea. And Barbara's going to bend down, grab some snow, and just shove it in Q's mouth. Go ahead. Just have some of that. Drink that. He takes one point of damage as he drowns on the snow a little bit. (laughs) What? Until it melts and then goes down his throat. Yeah, okay, I feel a little bit better. Okay, perfect. So in doubt, whenever you need it, just bend down. That snow had an interesting flavor. I... I'm sure it did. Did any? Did you happen to see what color it was? I'm pretty... No, not really. It was kind of unexpected. It was it white. No, I looked at it. Was, it was white. It was just snow. It was regular snow. Well, we are by the coast, so maybe it's salt water snow. Ooh, salty snow. Mm. I think we need to go. Yum, yum. I think we need to continue walking. <laughs> a savory snow cone. Oh, my God. So many business ideas today. Oh, okay. We're going to stop making our way to the hotel. Q, I think you'll sober up on the walk, okay? Yep. All right. And as we're walking, Jessica's going to point. Just kind of do like, oh, yeah, let's go. And she kind of does like this pointing thing. Like uh-huh. a weird mom. And she's like subtly also pointing at Barbara. Uh-huh. And she sends her a message. <laughs> Sent guards to rescue survivors. And Bob is with that, just gonna like look at Jess, like all wide-eyed, like, and just like mouth like, no way, no way. And Jessica just shrugs and uh, keeps pointing and walking along. And Bob is just like mouth open, like flies are going in and back out because they realize that is not a habitable place to be. <laughs> but it's just, it's she's like, she can't believe that Jess did, and she's just like gonna look in a smile a little bit and just nod ahead, and then turn back forward and 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 then keep walking, keep walking. Okay. And eventually, you come upon the hotel, Los Hoteleros. <gasps> Los Hoteleros, very nice. We're halfway there. Push, Mrs. Johnson. <laughs> 
This, this is the Halftime Act with Nikki B. <sighs> Good God, move! I've got a 12-hour drive to go to have Thanksgiving dinner with my hamster's cousin's parents. Oh, man. If only I had something to keep me entertained. You know, like like a theoretical bonus series where the Drimbus crew explores non-D&D systems to see how they hold up against their buffoonery. Now, like, theoretically, I'd love to see Hannah DM a game of Morkborg, the death metal apocalyptic TTRPG for Giancarlo, Nikki B, and Michael. I mean, yeah, that'd be fun for all this holiday travel. And theoretically, it'd be great if this bonus series was available to all Dungeons & Drimbus patrons right now. <clears throat> Psst. Hey. It's not theoretical. Check it out. I will go to the pretty music room. Okay. Should we just leave this guy here? Given our track record with moving toward north-facing doors, I have feeling as we approach door, he may do something of his own accord. Yes, you know what? I am a nihilist, and that is because I always believe that people are always out to get you, and I think that we should just slit his throat and move on. Let's see what Talos has to say. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he closes his eyes and summons Talos. Like, he... uh. He puts his hand to his flail with, like, his hand open, waiting to see if his grip closes. <laughs> nine. Talos says kill. Talos says nine. He says leave man alone. No, he says no, no to him living. No, and, uh, no. Bile takes a sword and is going <laughs> to slit his throat. <laughs> no. You are upsetting the gods. No. You do so with no issue. He does not move, and he just... Uh, Great, now we'll have zombie attack us or something. Thanks, file. Ooh, see, now I want this drive to last forever. That's how fun Beyond D&D is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Loving this traffic. So much fun. Until I run out of episodes. But, but then I can delve into the catalog of other content like Back to Basics, After the Drimbus, Caffeine Kisses, and more. Wow, I... I I'm so thankful for this bonus content. And I'm thankful for these guys. We got Jerry Bentados, Queso Loco, Greta and Beignet, Alejandro Lopez, Ace Andrews, Thomas Murphy, Regina Russell, Salty, Adrian Bundy, Sam Olivos, Jordan Cobb, The Unnamed Rogue, John Gillette, Chloe G, Connor and DVD, NB Star, Steve V. Keys, Doubtful Guest, Michael Richters, Davis Walden, Denny Dewdrop, Myth Mouse, Will Woodwall, Callie Wolf, Brandon M. Bishop, Bridge, Punky Goat, Twiglets, Joanna, Westberger, Stan Sitzman, Kia Green, Aaron Adams, Nathan Mesnard, Ruth Thanatos, Morgan Lawson, Livia Hill, Wilhelm Fox, Trip, and Carrie Holmes. Thank you for your support. Enjoy the episode. And as a general note, next week we'll be publishing our holiday Black Friday special before returning to Iran in the following week. So enjoy. And uh, see ya. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, it is your friendly neighborhood GM, John Carlo Herrera here, and today I wanted to tell you about an awesome show called Looters. It is an actual play podcast where a hilarious cast of friends go on dramatic, action-packed, sci-fi western adventures in a universe full of different factions vying for control over the Outer Rims. I love a good sci-fi western mix, the cast is so much fun to listen to, and it's played on the Stars Without Number game system, which is really fun to hear in audio. I really think listeners of Drimbus would enjoy it, so please check out this trailer, and if it intrigues you, go check them out at looterspodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Alright, enjoy. Hey, we're the Looters. Hey! <laughs> 
what's up? Looters is a sci-fi western actual play podcast using the Stars Without Number system. We're a group of friends getting into trouble all over the universe. So come with us if you're into adventure. A rocket flies out of one of these ships far behind you and crashes into the wall and blows up. There's rockets? It's Mario Kart. Crazy. Intrigue. Can I hack into the body and maybe see if they have like a memory data bank in their brain or some shit like that that I can access? That'll literally. <laughs> Devastating physical injury. <laughs> Just uh, take cover. Okay. She's, she's a good pilot, everyone. <laughs> she's very good. And friendship. New episodes of Looters out every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. It is a pretty tall, relatively skinny building. You see that there appear to be roughly uh, seven floors. And it is this very nice painted white and like baby blue color scheme. Each room kind of has windows. It is perfectly square, basically. There is a fence along the outside that seems to hold in kind of like a patio area. And then there's also a front door that enters the building proper. Okay, be going through the front door. Yeah, you go in through the front door, and behind the desk, you see a pelican kanku with long silver hair. I didn't know kankus could be pelican looking. This is my world! (laughs) (laughs) The, The skies part once more. Oh, now you like my world, do you? Is it still contrived? Oh my gosh. <laughs> and the uh, pelican looks at you and he goes, Hey man, what's up? Welcome to Los Hoteleros, bruh. Good morning. Oh, hi there. Um, I was just passing by. I was wondering, is your pool just for hotel guests? Yeah, you know, we like to offer real awesome amenities to all our guests. Hi there, I don't think I've seen you here before. Name's Tristane Silvermane. Tristane. And he holds out a feathered hand. Ha, a pleasure, pleasure. Bob's gonna put a hand out and shake Tristane. Nice firm grip, bruh. Thank you, I, thank you. Thank you very much, worked on it for a long time. Jessica also extends her hand as if to go for a handshake, but then she turns her palm downward and extends the hand for a kiss on the hand instead. Mwah. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance, Tristine. My name's Jessica. Nice to meet you, Jessica. Uh, Thanks. Uh, by any chance, do you have like day passes just to the pool? I mean, we're really just looking for someone, if that's okay. Uh, afraid we don't really do that, but uh, you know, maybe I give you a uh, if you guys want to rent a room. Um, well, oh, you know what? Jess, now that I think about it, I mean, I don't I don't want to. I know, to keep putting out Q and Mrs. Exactly. Muffin. Exactly, you I read mean... my mind. Wait, you don't, you guys don't want to be roomies anymore? No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. that is not no, the situation. No, not what we oh, said. I just, it was just such a surprise for Mrs. Muffin, and I just, you know, I just don't want to continue to take advantage of her hospitality. Oh, okay. Q, 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 please. It is. And like Jessica takes his hands and she looks into his eyes and she's like, Q, look at me, okay? Yeah. I need you to know that it has nothing to do with you, buddy. Yeah. This is just a consideration for your roommate, okay? I mean. Yeah, we took up so much space last time and then also not to mention. You know, we'll be so close to the courthouse and stuff if we just stay here, especially if we're going to be helping Goldblight. It's nothing against well, you. Well, te- technically, you're a little bit closer to the to the courthouse at my house. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, then, you know, hey, that's always something to consider. Um, okay, I get it. And also, I mean, if we want to be able to get to the pool to speak with Carla, it seems like we need a room anyhow. Yeah. Unless, um, excuse me, Mr. Tristane, Mr. Or... Yeah? Uh... Would you perhaps let um, a guest know that we were here looking uh, to speak with her? Her name's Carla, the opera singer. You might know her. Oh, you're looking for Miss Grande. Well, you know, she's a, she's a pretty popular demand. I gotta. I don't want to get her. I don't want her assaulted by paparazzi or anything. You know. Oh, don't worry. No paparazzi here. Just uh, 
Just a couple of good friends, good pals. Oh, you're good friends? Well. Got any, uh, got any dirt to dish? You got any, any juicy stories? What's up? Even if I did, I would not be sharing with someone I just met, Tristine. Come uh, on Well, now. you know, sometimes you gotta give something to get some, you know? Tristine, are you, are you trying to coerce some information about a guest in your own hotel out of me? No, not at all. I just, I just like, you know, swapping stories, shooting the shit, talking <laughs> chop. Talking shop, eh? Yeah. Well, I can talk shop too, you know, because that did sound like a, an attempt at coercion and that kind of thing would not go well in a courthouse if I were to press charges. Well, it's a good thing we're in a hotel and not in a courthouse. Definitely <laughs> not coercing, just uh, trying to talk with uh, with my good friend Jessica. What's up, man? You? You know, I just I got a lot of interesting characters around these parts. I like to... Uh, to, you know, fill my life with stories. Okay. Um, well, uh, have you, if you like to fill your life with stories, uh, is there a bookshop nearby? Because I can recommend a couple of titles for you. Oh, man, I'm a voracious reader. Well, may I recommend The Pocket Full of Dead Fish? Oh, man, I've read it like four times. Well, I heard they're doing a stage adaptation. They sure are. And, uh, you know, I don't know if I said my last name before, but it's Felcher. Oh, shit. No fucking way, bro. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Hey, pleasure to meet you, bro. It's a pleasure to meet you, too, bro. Tell you what, I'll give you a discount on the room if you want it. I mean, what I would really love is for a nice soak in the pool. But I guess you guys don't do day passes here. Well, you know, for a special celebrity guest, maybe I could do a day pass. I mean, that would be wonderful. Mm. And Jessica, like, kind of tilts her head and blinks her eyes. Tell you what, I won't even charge... Right now, uh, you know, with the whole stuff on the island, we've, uh... Supply has, uh, has not met demand, so prices have kind of been skyrocketing a little bit. We've got, uh, Mr. Uh, Goldthwaite foot in the bill. I'll just charge you regular time prices because I like you so much. Well, thanks. That's that's so generous. Yeah, that'll be uh, five gold. Sure, yeah. And Jessica reaches into her purse and pays the five gold for the day pass. Dope. All right, and he like looks around, grabs like a sticky note, and writes "day pass for Miss Jessica Felcher" and hands it to you. Well, thank you so much. All right, shall we? And uh, oh, oh, could oh, you point oh, me towards? The sorry, uh, that uh, day pass is only valid for uh, for one visitor. Oh, oh, well. And Jessica turns to the others, and she's like, "I mean, listen, no. I, I have some gold, but I'm not necessarily oh, Jess, made." Oh, Jess, no, you're more, money. you're more than fine. I've never actually, um, do, I don't remember how much gold I have. I have no idea how much gold I have. Um, but I assume Haggy has supplied me with something, right? <laughs> Let's call it 20 gold. Okay. No, 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 Jess, don't even worry about it. Um, Tristane, how much would it be for, uh, I, I... For a uh, non-celebrity? Oh, God. <laughs> sure, Tristane. But a friend of Miss Felcher's? Oh, man, don't worry. Guess what? I'll give, uh, I'll give you two, I'll give you two passes... Uh, for the discounted price of just 10 gold. Justine, is it just gonna be you writing something on a sticky note again? Yeah, pretty much. Mm, I see. Okay. Um, how official would you say this is, really? Uh, pretty official, because I own this place, you know. Okay. Alright. Well, hey. I'm just gonna say, I think you should actually consider this for the future as a, as a business venture. I think you'd get a lot yeah. of guests coming in just for a day pass. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm definitely, it just set off a, a little bell in my head, and I'm definitely gonna have to consider it. Yeah, you know, laminate these bad boys or something. Wow, that is the third business idea that we've had today. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. We are just, we're so entrepreneurial. Oh my god, you, you, are you guys like, uh, uh, you guys ever hear that famous entrepreneur, uh, uh, oh my god, what's his name, Fielder Nathan? Oh. My. 
gosh, yes. Fielder for you. He is my, yeah. he's one of my favorites. Yes, one of my favorite entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. Very good at his job. Hey, you should call him up. He might be able to really help you yeah, out. Not yeah, that, you hey, know, you got a I, great I love, place here. Uh, I've, I've seen one of his live shows, actually. Oh, really? How Was he as funny as he is, you know, usually? Is he funny live? Yeah, yeah, it was kind of scary. He was, like, threatening to expose himself to a bunch of children. There were, like, some reclaimers standing by. Uh, whoa, whoa, I... What? I... Yeah, it was it was like a stunt, like he didn't want to, but it was like if he didn't like escape from his manacles in time, then like this uh this mage hand would take his pants off and he would be a registered sex offender. It was really crazy, but it was awesome. He got out in time, don't worry. Yeah. He... Jessica's jaw has pretty much hit the floor as she's been listening to this and she's <laughs> like Okay, well that is just Something else. Uh, I am gonna walk to the pool now. If you'll just uh, point me in the right direction here. Sure. Uh, Any points to? Uh, Cause you guys are on the first floor, and mm-hmm. so he has kind of like a little reception desk there in the middle of it. And then on the left side, you see there are stairs that seem to lead to the upper levels, and on the right side is a little glass door that seems to lead outside. Uh, Jess, do you want to just, I guess, you want to just talk to Carla alone? I sure, I, you know, I think I can do that. Sure. Oh, it's been so long since I've gotten a dip in the pool. Oh, you want to get in the pool? No, I, it's not appropriate, I guess. No, I, I just, I, I just thought we were coming to talk, but if you wanted a pool day, that, I mean. No, yeah, yeah, we're, no, we're, we're here to talk, we're, we're, we're hey, on duty. Hey, hey, Q, how about, tell you what, if we talk to all the people we got to talk to and we successfully get through with this case or something like that let's let's how about we have ourselves a little pool day to celebrate hmm all right that sounds fun okay cool cool great we can invite the hammers it'll be a whole thing you know okay Jess, you go ahead we'll 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 stay out here maybe uh chat with um tristane um tristane silverman you got any juicy stories for me barbara and with that, Jessica starts to walk to the pool as she hears that. Yeah, you open the, the door and you step outside and you see all the people who are currently outside are sunbathing. They are sunbathing in the frigid cold. There seems to be some manner of magical field like above the outdoor area to kind of prevent the snow from falling in here. Hmm. And the water definitely seems to be heated as you see a slight steam coming off of it. And you see on the three pool chairs an Asimar who is laying out in a three-piece suit with brown skin. He's just kind of chilling there with little like round red sunglasses on. And then next to him you see Carla who is in a very, very tiny bathing suit. Of course she is. Yes, with little round black sunglasses on, basking in the sun. And then a few chairs away, you see a doppelganger just kind of chilling out. Oh, Carla, hello. (gasps) Jessica! And you see Carla looks up, like lowers the sunglasses and sees you and like boing, bounces off of you know how the pool chairs have like a little like springy little like give yeah, yeah yeah so she uses it like a trampoline and bounces <laughs> off does a little flip and then bounces up to hug you oh my goodness and jessica gives her a big hug right back and she goes it's so lovely to see you oh, i'm so glad that you're taking some time to relax and recuperate oh miss felcher it is a pleasure to see you again <gasps> My darling! And you see uh, the Asimar kind of like looks up at you like over his round red sunglasses. And he uh, he stands up, he kind of straightens his suit and he walks over and he says, Hello, you are uh, Miss Felcher, I presume? Yes, I am. And you must be... Ricardo Grande. Of course, Ricardo. It is a pleasure to meet you. Oh, please. You may call me Dick Grande. Oh my god. Pleasure to meet you. And he shakes your hand. Oh my god. I cannot thank you enough for rescuing my beloved, my muse, my little... And he takes uh, Carla's hand in his and he starts kissing her hand. My little smoochy poo. He's like kissing his way up her arm. Oh my goodness. Wow. You know, uh, <laughs> that. I just... 
Just watching you both just brings such warmth to my heart and I just hope that everybody in their lives can find something as passionate as a dick grande. <sighs> so, what can I do for you? Are you here to collect a reward? Um, no, actually, I'm not here to collect a reward at the at this point in time. I'm a... Well, Carla, as you probably know or maybe have heard, and Dick, I'm sure you've heard as well, um, Christoph Goldthwait is uh, mounting a case. Yes, um, yes. I am funding him a little bit. I'm helping cover the daily costs of keeping everyone in the hotel. Dick, that is so absolutely incredibly generous of you, and we are out of wanting to help everybody as well as making sure that things keep moving in a at a nice pace to lessen the financial burden on your pocket in some ways as well. Uh, you're looking to move forward with that case that Christoph is uh, mounting, and myself and uh, Barbara, whom I sure Carla has spoken to you about, uh, we are going to be helping and assisting Mr. Goldthwaite and, uh, well, I, I've come to ask Carla if uh, she might be willing to testify in court when the time comes. Testify? I normally don't make appearances for free. Well, um... <laughs> she smacks you and she goes, of course for you I'm willing to make an exception. Oh, Carla, you, you, you rascally gal, you. And Jessica smacks back a little bit. Ow! She holds her arm. Oh, I'm so sorry. I meant for that I, to my, be... My, my darling. And he, he takes her arm and starts covering it and kisses. <laughs> well, um, Carla, I'm so glad that uh, you're, you're willing to, to do this, not just for everybody in the in the community, but for yourself as well, because, you know, this is a, this is a very important moment in our lives and kind of in history as well. It's, a, it's the first kind of case that we're going to be mounting of mm. its kind, but... I do like the idea of going down in the history books for more than just one thing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you've already graced this beautiful place with with your voice. <laughs> now, you will be able to grace it with your story. And Jessica kind of, like, boops her on the nose. <gasps> Both of them gasp in unison. Ricardo goes, <gasps> I do like the sound of that. It just, it has a ring to it, doesn't it? Grande. The Carla Grande story. A story by Carla Grande. Oh, my gosh. And... You know, if you option that into an autobiography and then make it into an opera, I mean, come on now. It has everything you could possibly want. Passion, mm. drama. Yes. Oh, I see it. I see it. I see a line, line of beautiful grounds. Dressed as uh, defense attorneys, <laughs> each one a gem. With six-inch heels and briefcase on their hips. Keep it gay, keep it gay, keep it gay. <laughs> oh, God. Roger Elizabeth Debris, you are too much. Uh, yeah, no, R Ricardo gets lost in it. He he's just like he's dancing around the pool. Oh, wow. I mean, when you have such creative forces in your being, I, how could you not be doing that, Carla? <clears throat> I'm so sorry. Sometimes I have a stroke of genius and they uh, get carried away. That is a-okay with me. I'm just glad to hear that you are willing, Carla. Um, gosh, well, you know, there is a lot on the to-do list today to get through. Um, but thank you. Thank you so much. And Jessica takes one of Carla's hands and just plants a kiss on the hand. Grazie, Emilia. <laughs> and you see Ricardo looks at you, grabs her hand, wipes it off, and then plants his kiss on it. <laughs> Absolutely fair. Well, I will see you all around, and we will be in touch with uh, further details. Just, I would say, be prepared to be able to speak to your story and just have the emotional bandwidth ready to be able to speak about your experiences on the stand, okay? Uh, certainly. And uh, when can I expect uh, to be in the court? Um, 
we will reach out with those details soon, but I would expect within the next few days at the very least. Very well. Once again, thank you so much, Miss Felcher. Thank you for rescuing my little schmutzy poo. And thank you for feeling me. I feel so creatively inspired right now. I feel like I have to sing. And uh, he plants a big kiss on your cheek. And then he turns your face. He plants a kiss on the other cheek. Mwah! Mwah! And then he kisses you on the mouth. Mwah! My goodness. Ah. <laughs> well. My darling, we must do this sweet. And he takes her hand, picks her up in his two arms, and doesn't even walk out, he flies through the doors. Barb and Q, you see Carla being flown in, in an Asimar's hands as they fly up the stairs. And she goes, hello! Hi! 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 And Jessica follows shortly behind them as they fly through the lobby and up the stairs. And uh, Jessica goes up to Q and Barb, and she goes, well... If that reaction didn't tell you, they're absolutely into assisting the case. Oh, okay. Well, well, that's that's great. That's great. Awesome. Okay, we can check them off. You immediately hear thumping on the roof. Okay. Well, anyway, um, sorry to cut my story short, Tristane. Oh, hey. I mean, (laughs) don't leave me on a cliffhanger, man. Listen, listen. My stories. I need my stories, last, man. Look, last thing I can tell you... So what happened with Gary? What happened with Gary? Come on, come on. His name is Jerry, gotta... first of all. I said Jerry. Okay, Jerry, sorry, it's sorry. It's fine, it's Jerry. And let's just say that he was behind bars for a very long time. Oh, shit, they caught him? Metaphorical bars. No, him? not even. They, it's metaphorical oh. bars, technically. He's he's still on the run. But we're, 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 we're getting to the bottom of it. Don't, 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 don't worry. You'll be the first person I tell. All right, all right. Well, you know, being on the run is its very own kind of prison. Yeah. He grabs you, like, he puts two hands on your cheeks and looks you, like, dead in the eyes. His big, he has to, like, put his head against yours because his big pelican beak is so long. So his head is, like, tilted down and he goes... If you hear anything about Jerry, yeah, you gotta come back to tell me. Oh no, of course. I, I, yep. I gotta know how this ends, man. I can tell. No, I can totally tell. I feel it. I feel how badly you need this. All right. Okay. Thank you for filling my life with this story. You, you're very. You're, hey, anytime, Justine. Yeah. All right. Now get out of my lobby. Bye. I mean, you don't have to. I just, it seemed like that's what you wanted to do because you were saying you were going to cut the story short. Oh, sure. No, yeah. Sorry about that. Okay, yeah. No, ni- nice talking to you, Justin. We'll, 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 we'll see you soon, probably. Okay? I still stand by what I said. I think I think you're so much better than Jerry, Barb. Thank you. You can do better. No, oh, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Anyways, so, uh, okay. What's up now? Um, well, let's make our way out of here, I guess. Uh, Jess, you want to walk and talk? Yeah, I love a nice walk and talk. Awesome. And uh, as Jessica walks out, she's like, well, the last on, on the list, the witness list to get confirmation with is Kit. So I guess we just kind of have to wait for him to get back. And otherwise, um, it's about filing the case stuff, which Kristoff has gone off to do. All right. Excellent. I think we're looking really good. Where do you want to wait? This has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of Michael Pisani as Jessica Felcher and Amanda Fernandez Acosta as Barbara. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. This episode was edited and sound designed by Giancarlo Herrera. If you'd like to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes or go to patreon.com slash Our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our after-the-show show, After the Drimbus, free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show or have NPCs named after you. Oh, and don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons & Drimbus sticker. Thank you so much for listening, and I do declare, I'll see you all next week.
the Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. My friend Shayna was like, just so you know, everyone in the Villainous League is coming to kill you. And I was like, oh boy. Imagine NPR in the MCU, the Daily Planet's style desk, car talk for jetpacks. It's these American supers. 100% invisible. The speech bubble. It's sequential. The utility belt. Superhuman Public Radio is a fiction podcast telling the hilarious and heartbreaking stories of people in a superpowered world. I thought I was going to die. An invisible car in Chicago? A wee supervillain? These are the stories that fall between the panels of comic books. I think they knew that I didn't mean to do that to Arizona. Wasabi! He could kill himself! Kid, I feel like you're not giving this problem your all. No, no! But yes, I guess most people would call them a death squad. Superhuman Public Radio. Super. Human. Stories. The only limits are your imagination. And I have a wild imagination. New episodes every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. This is SPR. Name the supervillain and we've done the gig. But these Wall Street types that lack the answers to, yikes.